everyone. Welcome back to Reality 2.0. I'm Catherine Druckmann, and I am talking to Doc Searles, and we have a couple things to talk about, but before we get started, I wanted to remind everyone to visit us at reality2cast.com to find links and other things. Thank you. We have a new patron. Thank you. We appreciate that tremendously, and thank you to all the people who are signing up for our newsletter. We we assure you we will be sending one out soon. <laughs> Um, but yeah, thank, thank you for everybody for listening and, and for all of those things. So a couple of things are going on in the world. We, we're on a pretty short release schedule these days. So this, this will come out tomorrow. So if you're listening to this, to this, when it <laughs> first came out, we recorded this. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, uh, a couple of big things happened and one of them was yesterday, Apple had their usual announcements. They've updated the, the watch, the phone, and the earphones and the, and, and the airpods and, and a way to not use passwords and logins anymore another thing and i feel like we have to mention it because we're you know here we are living through this major historic event is that the queen of england died yeah. maybe we'll talk about that a little bit but we could start there because i think it's a brief topic even though it's yeah it is yeah we don't have we don't have a lot to talk to say about it i am not um, an expert in english I, british history but I, I was i was waiting for the onion headline that says god god fails to save queen Yes, I, I have seen a, uh, quite a few. People have been singing this for a long time. And it's yes. handy that King is also one syllable, so they don't have to yeah. change. Yeah, but still, I feel like song very it, much. if I were if I were a person who had grown up singing it a certain way, it's going to be very difficult to break that habit. Mm. I feel like people are just going to keep saying Queen. Yeah, mm. apologies it, to the new King. It is. Um, it it is interesting, and I think it's probably significant as well as interesting that. Um, you know, all but a, you know, half a generation of, of UK residents have never known another monarch, you know, another, another queen nope. and that she's been it for 70, some, right. what, 70 and years. Regardless of how you feel about there being a monarch, you still, that's yeah, the only I one mean, you've it's, ever known. It's, it's still, she's been, a, she's been a constant. The only one close, you've ever criticized. Yeah. It's close <laughs> to know? constant or as you can, embraced. As you can have. And, yeah. and has done it with, um, you know, great grace and um and, i'm personally uh, i'm i'm a fan i'm a, i'm a huge fan yeah, and i, I you mean, know she's, i felt she's cool the loss and uh, she she fixed she repaired trucks in world war ii you know that that's that that's where i think charles is going to have a hard time finding his identity as king because you you have this person who has been on you've been on the throne so long and, and you know and it was um, he's been on the bench for a long time <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> and she was so you know, young you know when she an, became queen yeah, i mean it's oh, just yeah. a, it's crazy you know the, yeah. how long she's been there I how mean, do you follow an icon i don't know i mean he and i were born within a year of each other and um my mother would be way over 100 at this point you know she's born in 1913 you know my dad was born in 1908 so he'd be 100 and 22 less eight 114 years old i mean wow his mother lives almost 108 though so yeah that's in his sister to 101 I, so there's some longevity there but um yeah something to say for longevity you know we we need our we need our semi-permanent generation spanning yes. characters to take it to tech i mean i think um you know, Vince Cerf doesn't look any different now than he did 25 years ago. <laughs> he, he looks great, you know, and uh, he does look good. And, and, he's, and he's, he rocks a three-piece suit. He's, he rocks a three-piece suit. I once asked him if he wore a three-piece suit when he was in high school. And his answer was, 
and I carried a briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> so, My dad always wore a three-piece suit. It's, yeah. It's a thing. This, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. My, my, my father always wore a bow tie, even though he was about as manly as they come. I mean, he was he was a high steel construction worker and, you know, crazy stuff like that. I liked you the know, bow tie. Longshoreman. Um, a bunch of things. Things I have not and never will be, you know. <laughs> funny. He was those things. Um, yeah. Anyway, you know. Yeah. Hats off anyway, to the queen. Um, hats off. Quite yeah, a run, an impressive long, run. Long live the king. Since yes. he's my age, I want him to live a very long time. Exactly. Yes. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My my dad king, is no king longer Chuck. with us, but but he was born within a couple of weeks of Prince Charles, and I have always had this affinity for the queen because she looked so much like my grandmother. It was weird. It was mm. almost like a family joke because my mother, my grandmother, she even had the same hair, you know, and the. the 80s and she just looked a lot like the queen you know and then they 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 gave birth to sons like in the, <laughs> around the same time and it was this kind of like family joke yeah. but yeah the queen had a much longer run than than my grandmother yeah anyway well, and the princes uh the, the real prince outlasted good on her my dad so so on the apple topic i i actually took a pause in our packing we move from place to place all the time we're kind of like a a bedouin couple or family we 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 change abodes i'm ready to call you right now from our uh the place we sometimes stay in los angeles and next week we'll be back in bloomington indiana but we were in santa barbara and i and i watched some of the the apple thing i missed the part where they talked about the new password replacement thing but i i, do, I read about it today that they worked it out with other companies it involves fido and some standards and and of course, PKI. I mean, it's 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 key pairing all over the place. The passkey feature. Yeah. yeah, the passkey passkey feature. But was I, that I, something that was just announced, or was that? I thought that was announced. A maybe little it's bit been earlier. around. I I, but I think it's I, been around I, for a little while. They did they did mention that you're going to be using your passwords less and less, yeah. and and here's why. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, it does sound <laughs> wonderful, and apparently it's something that at least isn't exclusive to Apple for inside of their walled garden. The big interest to me is the, there are two things. One is they bright on the headphones saying that the headphones, the earphones, the EarPod, AirPod Pro 2s or whatever they are, but is that it'll do Dolby Atmos spatial stuff. So your stuff recorded yeah. in Dolby Atmos, you're only listening with two And customized your to your ear. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to, it'll give you the three-dimensional sense of surround. Now... An interesting thing about stereo is that I don't know if there are ever any patents involved in stereo, but you can create stereo very easily with two microphones and two speakers and or two headphones and nobody owns that. I mean, it's just it's just it's the way our ears work. It's the way you can set something up. You can create a soundstage with it. But Dolby Atmos is, you know, it's proprietary it's closed it's patented it belongs to a company apple licenses it i guess and um i you know the open source side of me doesn't like that and the other thing which is much more interesting to me as a photographer is that what they're talking about with the iphone 14 not only made me want one but made me almost have second thoughts on having just bought the expensive sony slr a mirrorless SLR that I'm using, and love, by the way, an A7 IV. It's a fabulous camera. And Sony sells fabulous glass to go with it. But 
there's so much that could be done with mm -hmm. yeah. these new phones. That has an F17, the, the widest aperture is F17, that's huge. And and it uh, it's a 44 megapixel thing. Um, even if that's gamed in some way, that's a lot. And they show some of what you could do with slow-mo and what you could do with cinema. They're really going after everybody doing movies. But already with with the portrait mode, you can do things with uh, what's called key lighting and some other stuff that's really artful mm -hmm. and and a really great and fun tool to work with. And may, a lot of people don't know this, but if you're recording, especially in landscape mode, like let's say you're watching a band, uh, like say a jazz, a jazz band or a string quartet or something like that, where you're up front and they're spread out. And if you're recording that with your phone, it's in stereo and the, the two microphones are about as far apart, not quite as far as your own ears. And if you listen back to that, there's an amazing you are, sen you are there sense to it. And the microphones in, a, in an iPhone are already remarkably good. They're not great. They do roll off in the higher frequencies, but they're very, very good. And uh, uh, I'm just amazed at how good they are, actually. But I, I, and but the problem is that Apple is already. I've read, like they're outselling all of Android at this point. Yep. Is that right? Yep. They just they just the uh, gained. I think they're fifty one percent market share or something. Just barely. But, but yeah, we're at the point where almost everybody we know has iPhones and. Yep. Um, there are family members that that have gone back to I can think two two of our kids went to Android and then came back to the iPhone because they want to be compatible and because yeah. they're it's they just see easier it's better and that's you know Apple is becoming the Microsoft of our time like Microsoft became the IBM of its time and we're sort of living in their world and. Uh, I don't know if that's entirely a bad thing. I think it's a temporary thing, probably like everything. Probably. Is, Most but, likely, <laughs> it does seem. Um, but uh, it, I, certain... I don't know. I have a lot of mi I have mixed feelings. It does seem strange for a single model of a single platform to have outsold all the others combined, you know, of which there combined. are many. And yeah. um, yeah, and but there are reasons for that. It's it's frankly just easier to standardize on a single. A single piece of hardware, a single operating system, a single version of an operating system. Yeah, and and how it works. I mean, I, I have I have an Apple Watch, which I got for medical reasons on the advice of a cardiologist, and I expected to put up with it. I haven't worn a watch since I was like 25. I, I didn't like this thing hanging on my arm. Yeah, uh, and my phone worked fine as a watch for a long time. But I wear this thing all the time now, and I actually love it. Yeah, it's oh, I love really my handy. Um, <laughs> I know I, I rarely leave the it. house, and yet here I am but wearing I a watch. And it's not just for the medical stuff. It's like, um, I find the find my iPhone thing is really cool. I I lay I leave it here and there. I push it down. I mean, it's just it's it's a very handy thing to have, and um, and the new one will know if you're in a car crash. I mean, there that's another yep. thing. It's like, is this good or bad? That the accelerometer, they're, they have a new gyroscope and a better accelerometer within, I didn't know they were different. I thought your accelerometer was a gyroscope, but apparently there's a gyro function in the new Series 7, is it? I don't know, latest watch or the latest phone for that matter. I'm uh, sorry. It's eight. 
the, eight. the watch is eight. eight. It will know you were in a car crash. It only yeah. knows if you fell down. I've had a couple, I've had nothing but false positives and falling down, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, but how old is yours? Mine mine's pretty old. Mine mine can't figure. Mine's a five. Yeah, mine's so. a five. Also, it can't figure out. Yeah. Does yours know uh, really get the the hand washing thing? Mine is like it never really knows when I'm washing my hands. It can't ever, and then oh, it'll really? figure out when I'm done. Yeah, is it does this thing, and it yeah, it'll count down to make sure you're washing your hands for twenty seconds. You know, they they bragged on how it's somewhat waterproof, but if it gets water in it, you have to like. Mm -hmm. To expel you know, it twirl the the crown for like about five minutes during yeah. which you think is this thing screwed or not is it screwed or not and then it finally it goes blip and the little the little water drop disappears and it's yeah. okay but it so it's discouraging yeah something something you mentioned earlier which I, th I think is interesting and the reason that i responded the most in their, their announcement to the watch section because the watch is the most interesting thing i think out of out of those announcements mm. um and well, I, I suppose as a you know a more serious photographer than I am, you were into the camera. But for me, the watch and the the health data and that kind of thing. I mean, assuming you trust you know Apple with your health data, and I think they they I, I arguably do, do a decent a job. Choice, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. But but I think they they're they're definitely doing the right thing with with the data, encrypting it locally, and all of that. Um, but. What was interesting to me is something that you mentioned, and that is just that that a company like Apple has the ability to to innovate in like real science in a way that few few do. And I think that that's the really interesting part to me is that, you know, what so now it can it, it monitors temperature, body temperature very well. It you know knows when you're in a crash. It probably actually now knows when you're washing your hands for real this time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now that it's improved, but yeah, you know, I, I I'm waiting. You know, when what else is it going to be able to do? You know, I I feel like blood glucose is probably coming. I think um, you know, all, all, all kinds of other things. I see a lot of potential in the watch as a a health monitoring device which I, and oh, that in and of itself is interesting who thought of apple 20 years ago oh they're going right, to be you know right. involved in cutting edge health solutions or something i think that's interesting yeah it's interesting that um marshall McLuhan and his son eric who i knew um uh have these things called laws of media and the the, the, the four laws at every new medium um enhances one thing, retrieves another, obsolesces another, and and reverses. And the the watch clearly enhances the the uh, you know the ability to not only tell time but to do many, many other things. It it retrieves um you know health and lots of other stuff, but and it obsolesces an ordinary watch, but it reverses mm -hmm. into what? You're gonna have that something bad is going to happen right yeah and i think it's on the one hand it, it's an extension of ourselves McLuhan also says all media are extensions of ourselves this thing on my arm is part of my body when i'm wearing it yeah. right it's actually part of me and um but you know is the reversal that we get too dependent on it or we're lost without it or or that um we have an instrument by which some baddie can come along and control all of us. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, like a, like the like the some the movie villain. Like, like who's I Samuel thought the L. same Jackson thing. The Kingsman, right? The Kingsman. I, I mean, that's it's, it's, so it's funny. Like that. I had that exact conversation yeah. yesterday. 
That's one of my favorite movies. I mean, it's, it's a, such it's, a good movie. It's a great movie. It's it's completely nonsensical, and on the other hand, yeah. that is exactly you know. It seems like it's a very it's a plausible storyline, right? Some billionaire comes out with some cool new technology, gives it away for free, saving the world and all of that, and then kills us all. I mean, it seems yeah. totally reasonable to me. Yeah, uh, at I least mean, the first part of the story. I don't know about the kills us all. I would Andrew hope McKay, not. But... Andrew McKay movie, but the, the one that was out last year didn't get any awards, but it was about about a a. a, a a uh, a comet coming and hitting the earth and killing everything. No, uh, oh, don't look up. Don't look up. Yeah, that, that was hilarious. A similar point. I mean, the the, the, the creepy dude that was the the uh, you know the genius who thought, no, we just have to capture this thing and then we can mine it for whatever. It's yes, insane, completely insane. <laughs> yeah, uh, and yet, <laughs> yet, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I don't, I don't have the sense that that. Um, Oh, I don't know if you noticed, but the 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 phone will now the iPhone fourteen will do SOS to a satellite. Yes, I did see that. Yep, satellite tracking. What satellites or whose satellites? Is it Starlink? Don't ask. Else, (laughs) yeah, and they didn't go into that, so that was notably absent. Secret satellite. It did say low Earth orbit, so it's pretty much got to be Starlink. So they must have worked some deal with Starlink, but I I don't know. Um, But it's it it. You know, and it even shows you where in the sky it is. So you can kind of like turn your phone this way and that, so it it can send a signal up and and it'll auto complete because it's really low data rate. But if you're lost in the desert or some other thing, they can send help for you. Yeah, it's sort of an interesting thing. Um, and then and, speaking of lost in the desert, that the giant watch. <laughs> yeah, I think it's surreal. <laughs> I mean. I don't know what to think about that. It looked kind of cool if I were into diving and I don't know cliff jumping. I, I have no idea. I don't know what sort of sports. So I, you know, the the, the disappointment for me with the um, the Apple announcement was that there was not an M2 chip for the uh, for the MacBook Pro because I've been holding off. I mean, I I hate to say I would love to get a Linux box. I would love to get, you know, a purism box. I, but I'm not geeky enough. And eh, I don't know. I mean, and I do photography, I and I'm used to this. Yeah, and, it, that that's the real. I and mean, I need eight terabytes uh, at least, and uh, and so I've been kind of saving up and waiting for the M2 MacBook Pro to get a, a 16 inch one of those, and they didn't come out with one. <laughs> so that so yeah. I'm, and this thing here that I'm talking to you on um, is running something called kernel underbar task um, at a very high rate. If it gets hot, it turns out heat is an issue. And that's what it's trying to do. It's trying to deal with the fan. Yeah, well, tr- um, troubleshooting seems inevitable. I'm, I'm not sure that <laughs> that alone should to, to rule out a Linux a Linux laptop. But uh, yeah, but I yes, I do see your point. You do, you You need to have something that that works for your for photography and and just works yeah. just in and general it, and it just works and if it doesn't work yeah. i can call a number and somebody helps me yep. um and and uh as tech support goes it it's been up and down but mostly up with apple i was on with the phone with them all this morning because on my what i do is i shoot photos with the iphone and then i transfer them by something called export unmodified originals to 
a directory in the computer, and then I mix them in with photos I've shot with the, my SLR, and I sort by created the time it was created, and it's making up photos makes up a time. It it makes when it transfers it out, it doesn't know it it gives it puts another time on it, and I spoke to Apple Care and I was punted up to a senior guy. And he said, I got to send this to engineering. And we actually took, uh, we did a screen wow. recording of how this worked, how it happened. And that got sent to engineering. So hopefully I'll hear back and we'll see what happened. But it's debugging and I'm helping them debug whatever this is. I suspect they're going to come back and say, oh, 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 you're using an old operating system, which I am. But I don't think the operating system is to blame in this case. I think it's some other function. It's an app thing. So how how old is the laptop you're using now? It's five years old. It's a uh, 2017. Oh, that's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's it was the top MacBook Pro of its time. It's a 15 yeah. inch with maxed out memory and uh, RAM. You know all of oh, it. Yeah, I, I just bought the top one I, at um, that time. I think mine is. 2019 end of 2019 maybe it's great though it's it i I, I intentionally and i have to the disclaimer the whole i I work for intel thing but i swear this this was way before that i intentionally bought the intel version because i was skeptical actually i mean i know the the m1 um and m2 processors have been great and they're super fast and but as a as a software engineer and somebody who works on code you know i i had heard too many stories about people's you know development environments and and getting things running um if you're working on a linux-based environment um it's just yeah anyway there are reasons that why it, it was i you know i thought it was more beneficial to stick with intel rather than jump into yeah. the unknown on that so so i went on so my i hope mine will last for a long time <laughs> <laughs> and it's great that you're working for Intel now. You know, I know, and now I work for they're, Intel. They're a bit of the underdog. Brand now. loyalty. I, I kind of like that. I mean, yeah. I, I kind of like that they've got reason to, you know, put the pedal to the metal and do some creative new stuff. You know. Yeah, I think they owned yeah. the world for a long time. So yeah, I you know I still <laughs> when I started, I, I suddenly ever since I I you know started talking to intel at all i I have the 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 jingle in my head you know boom 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 yeah 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 (laughs) yeah anyway it's you know it's it's an iconic brand they're very solid i i don't know who makes um apple's chips but it's 0.25 nanometers is the geometry which is really I don't know. Does a Taiwan semiconductor make everything? It's that probably that Intel does. I actually don't know. They're the only ones that can do that. I've actually heard they're made in multiple places, but I mean, like in depends series. on the chip, right? Could be, but that the I mean, I heard someone that the, the M1 is actually like a combination of of China, Mexico, Finland, and some other places. But I don't know how you do that. You you have to fab these things up and you know put the chips in plastic and have the pinouts and all that. I don't think you send them from place to place, but it could be the science and it comes from all those places. I used to love looking in, like actually if, if you if you do some retro computing stuff and you look inside the motherboard of, of a PC, say from the late 80s or early 90s, you saw chips from all over the place. You saw them from, you know, to Thailand and Germany and, you know, Israel and, you know, all kinds of places and not just, uh, you know, not just uh, 
you know, Motorola, I guess it would have been for Apple and, uh, and uh, US for, I mean, and, and Intel for, for the, for PCs or AMD, which are US, but the, but there were chips from all over the place and they would say the name of the country on there. And now that it's all integrated into one, just a part of one chip, who knows? Something just jumped into my mind. Um, yeah. Let's see, let's see if this does something, which is ask the listeners what they'd like us to talk about. Hey, listeners, you've trouble to do this. I mean, it could be just what we're doing now, which is, you know, something has come up recently that's of some interest. But, but uh, what would you like us to talk about? We might not do it anyway. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I bet we will. I mean, it depends yeah, on what it I mean, is, but I suppose. Uh, but yeah, I would know, love topic suggestions. That we do, you know, there are IRC chat back channels that when you're doing it live, you know, that that's sometimes bring in, bring in good questions or just good, good yeah. topics to to chew on. Every once in a while we get we get email topic suggestions. A lot of times, you know, it's funny. We we get people with open source projects, for example, because, you know, people know us as as uh, open source enthusiasts and and mm-hmm. people and and you know, we have yeah. Linux external origins. So yeah, we get a, we get some of that. If there are any projects you want to learn about or if there are any topics or tech policy or you know, any anybody we can go find experts to talk about. We, There's we'd a, be happy to do that. I'll throw this out because I just love that. I love and hate the title. It is a, a working title for a book that's by somebody who wrote a book earlier. I won't say who it is. Uh, that was about saving the internet. I mean, how do we keep the internet from being run by giants and keep it for people? And the, the, the new working title for the next book is, Well, We Tried. <laughs> 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 nah, so, we're not giving up yet. Yeah, but I, I, I'm still trying. I'm still trying. I still, I'm still, I'm still an optimist. Last week we talked about the D webcam. Did you, do you feel like you got uh, some traction for some of your projects, and you might get help that yeah. way? Actually, we have a number. We a number. The number is two, but we have two, two standing proposals for for developments that for, for development work that we can. We can literally take to a funding source and say, we want to do this. this, is what it's going to cost, and see what happens. We can't take, this is customer commons, we can't take uh, corporate money, but we can take individual money, we can take foundation money. So, so it'll, you know, or for that matter, we could even put it in a Kickstarter or something like that, you know, that, mm-hmm. that uh, uh, where people could contribute that way. Uh, that's, but we've, we've got two very good concrete proposals. Uh, and in addition to that, we have, we're involved in conversations with, with people who are doing cool things with, with the social side, because that, the, that the, the, the money one is for the business side, but for the social side, like how do we get people uh, in a neighborhood, in a, in a town involved uh, in a way that's not just uh, better signaling for what people want uh, commercially, but where people can talk to neighbors about things constructively. Um, you know, I mean, in Bloomington, for example, I mean, a topic that is interesting to me is um, what are you going to do with the hospital property where the old hospital was? It's very close to where we're, we live in Bloomington. And um, it was being knocked down, actually, as we were leaving town. And uh, that's a hospital that was there when we moved in, and now it's gone. <laughs> and then there's a much nicer hospital on the other side of town that replaced it. 
but the old hospital grounds are still there. What are you going to do with it? That's an interesting thing. Neighbors could come up with something for that. <coughs> Should it be a and, park? Should it be, you know? And what? that's something that the platform you're working on solves? Yeah, it, I wouldn't say it solves. It's like, how do we have better conversations? How do we have conversations that move forward and go somewhere and aren't just... Uh, as opposed yeah. to next door. I, so here, here's, yeah, as opposed to next door, though, speaking of next door, because I want to know about it, I got a next door there. And if you go on next door, it does a thing where it does this two factor thing, you know, the usual thing, like you're going to get an email and respond to that email. And now you're in, right? I never got the email. And they said, what well, is an alternate way, which is we will send you a postcard to your address. And then you respond to that. I didn't get the postcard either, but I'm still on the, but I still get to see them. I can't participate, but I get to see the mailing and it's all very friendly. Bloomington, I think, is a very friendly place. No, no, it, I, none of the stuff that I saw about, you know, and so like the, this uh, water main broke. We like this doctor, that kind of thing. We're looking for help with this person or, you know, what's the best hospice approach, that kind of thing. But one of the things that I've thought about is I think you could have an interesting public list where the one rule is no complaining you can't complain about anything <laughs> you know and uh another one would be no politics you know they can't go can't 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 do politics at all which makes it hard to discuss politics but i think in much of the country now that discussion is not happening anymore it just isn't it's too divided but but i think that if there are some basic rules that involve that, I think it's kind of like, what can you say that's constructive or what can you ask that's constructive inherently? Um, that might help. I don't know. We'll wait to see. But a big part of what we're doing is about governance and the Ostrom Workshop, which is where we're both visiting scholars, my wife and I, um, is a center at Indiana University that is devoted to study of, of governing the commons and um, Eleanor Ostrom, who is, was behind it, she's gone now, but she won a Nobel Prize for her work on the commons. And she has eight rules for governing the commons that she der derived from her research. And we're curious to see, you know, how we could apply that, because she died in 2012, I think. It was kind of before the internet got fully rancorous, uh, you know, like it is now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how would you govern that? It's kind of an interesting approach. So we're kind of probing that. Interesting. Well, if you want to pitch our listeners, I suppose now is a good. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Good. We're looking for developers. <laughs> <laughs> there you me. go. I'm doc, doc at Searles.com. You know, just first name at last name.com. Reach out. Cool. Yeah. Let, you know, let Doc know if you're interested in working on his project and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. See you next time.